0: Hello and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is episode 52. You know, one of the things that I find happens frequently during a job search, well, let's let's just be real. It happens all the time, right? Second guessing ourselves. Anyone else have that problem on occasion? It happens a lot when you are navigating a career, when you are pursuing a new role, when you're just in job search mode because your brain kind of goes into overtime a little bit because you might have lots of options Or you might go down one path and then think, oh my gosh, is this really the right thing? So second guessing and questioning is one thing, being curious and a compassionate watcher of our brains is something else. I wanna talk about those two things, those two distinctions today. Because second-guessing yourself only leads to lack of action and pain. Let's face it, right? It's very painful to be questioning decisions that you made long ago. If you decided to apply for certain kinds of roles, but you're not seeing the exact results that you thought you would see when someone doesn't respond to your connection request, was it a mistake to reach out to them? Are you second-guessing the words that you put in that connection request or that cover letter? When you put yourself out there and you don't get the result you expected to get, then second-guessing, over-analyzing can be something that tends to crop up. So I want to talk with you today about how to manage that, how to instead allow curiosity to be a motivator. But once you make your decision to have your own back, to just stand by your decision without second-guessing yourself, and without thinking something's wrong with you because whatever it was isn't turning out exactly like you want. And it's kind of a simple, simple thing. Almost too simple. Now, I know some of you have a strength, a natural behavioral strength towards analysis, And I'm not suggesting that you walk away from that. If you like making decisions based on facts and evidence, then of course, you're going to continue to do that. You leverage that as a strength. Some of you really are good at those intuitive kinds of decisions And because you are so good at observing everything and collecting all that data in your brain and you've got the ability to respond instinctively based on that data, then yes, you can also use those natural behavioral traits and characteristics to make your decisions. What I'm talking about is after you've made your decision and something in your mind, the story that you're telling yourself, it has gone awry, it has gone sideways, then you start backtracking, then you start questioning. The only thing that you need to trust your decision is to really like your reasons for making that decision. When you have multiple options in terms of a career direction or a career pivot, and you pick one, what were your reasons for that choice? This is what I want you to get really curious about. And even if you jump right into it, there's a good chance that somewhere in your brain, you had a thought process. Thoughts are determining our feelings and our feelings are motivating our actions. So it always goes back to a thought. The the challenge can be is that sometimes your thoughts are moving so fast that they're unintentional. What I want you to think about is slowing down that thought process so that you can pick it apart a little bit understand it, and love your reasons for the actions you're taking, the decisions that you're making. So let me give you an example. If you've kind of rushed in to applying for a job that you know is not fully utilizing your value, okay? It happens, right? You know your value is here, but you've applied for an entry level role when really you're not entry level anymore. Or maybe you're applying for director roles when really you've got enough value that you could be applying for VP roles or a VP that should be applying for senior VP roles. You kind of get where I'm going here, right? But you decide for whatever reason to take that lateral move or to take a little bit of a step back if you really like your reasons for doing that then you don't have to regret doing it there could be any number of reasons but that's why i want you to get Intentional. That's why I want you to start being a curious watcher of your brain, slowing down that process and really paying attention to your thoughts. Because if you're making that move, if you're applying for that role that is lateral or a little bit of a step back from the value that you truly bring to the table and you haven't fully evaluated your thoughts and your reasons behind that decision, then chances are you are going to regret it later. And regret shows up in the form of overanalyzing, lacking the trust in yourself, and really just a spin, a drama. How do you know? Because that's the state you're in. So go back to why you made that decision in the first place. And what's kind of fascinating is when you think about the decision and then you reverse engineer it back to the feelings that motivated that decision, what were the feelings you were experiencing? Were you feeling desperation? Were you feeling hopeless? Were you feeling um, defeated? Those feelings are a perfect indication that your thoughts were not serving you, that you really didn't like your reasons. The thought might've been, what if there's nothing else out there for me? I better apply for this or fill in the blank, right? That's not a great reason to be making choices. That reason will always lead to second guessing. It'll always lead to a little bit of drama. Now instead, you could be choosing a lateral move. You could be choosing to become an individual contributor instead of a leader and really like your reasons. How do you feel when you think about being an individual contributor? Maybe it feels great. Maybe it feels freeing. Maybe it feels like you're going to have focus. Then go back to the thoughts you were having. If you want to become an individual contributor because the thoughts are, I'm going to have better work-life balance. I'm going to be focused in on the bits of my experience that I've enjoyed the most over the years. Those are reasons to love. That's a great thought to have. That's a great reason for the decision that you're making. Whenever you make a decision, I want you to slow the process down. I want you to understand why you're doing it. I want you to be a curious watcher of your brain because later, when second guessing happens, and it's just a primitive brain kind of thing. You can go back and say, thank you. As my coach says it, that's cute. Thank you so much for bringing that up, brain. But you know what? I really liked my reasons when I made that decision. And I still like my reasons. So I'm not gonna fall in the trap of second guessing myself or overanalyzing anything or distrusting myself I really liked my reasons." When you are a curious watcher of your brain and you take that pause between a thought, a feeling and an action or a decision and become this compassionate, curious watcher of your brain, using the faculties that you naturally have to determine the reasons behind your decisions, it's going to take a lot of second guessing and overanalyzing out of the picture and you can then relax, take a deep breath and keep moving forward. It doesn't mean that later on you might change your mind but changing your mind is a superpower. Changing your mind doesn't have anything to do with not trusting yourself. Changing your mind might just mean you have new information and therefore you're going to make a change and you're going to like your reasons for making that decision as well does the new information inform it does a new opportunity that's presented itself inform it have you learned something about yourself in the process of job searching or navigating a career that you've decided nope i'm going to make a pivot i'm going to make a change awesome just know that because you're taking the time to be a curious watcher of your brain, you can trust your decisions. And you know your thoughts are good, you know your thoughts are serving you when you feel good about them. And it doesn't have to be all unicorns and rainbows and butterflies. Sometimes a neutral feeling is a really good place if most of the time you've been navigating negative feelings. So think of neutral as a bridge to positive and love your reasons for what you do. You can handle this. Believe me, we've all been there. I've been there. There's lots of things that I've loved my decisions for at the beginning, but because things weren't turning out exactly the way I wanted, I started second guessing. But you know what makes me feel good? is going back to, wait a minute, I haven't disproved this. I haven't gotten any new information. So let's just stick with a decision. Let's ride it for a while until you have new information and you like your new reasons for the next decision. All right. Love your reasons out there. I'll talk to you again next time. If you like listening to this podcast, and you are going to love my program, Job Search Field Guide. This is a unique opportunity. I offer group coaching alongside a five-step process to help you land a job quickly. So I hope you will join me in Job Search Field Guide. This is gonna be revolutionary to your career journey and your job search, and you get lifetime access. So find it at elisashuck-careercoach.com and I will see you there.